Warning, me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No. Why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> What are you drinking today? Today I am just drinking a normal decaf tea with cow's milk cow's again. Milk. <laughs> As opposed to what other milk? Breast milk? <laughs> As opposed to oat milk if I was oh, I in Starbucks, suppose. if I could go to Starbucks. It's just, I suppose I just don't usually have milk in my teas. I usually have herbal teas. What are you drinking today? I am drinking a green tea from Marks and Spencer's. And I don't normally like green tea, but actually this one is really smooth. I'm really enjoying it. I normally find green teas very like... Yeah. Like like bitter and it tastes like a leaf. Yeah, I feel you. And what about your pampering? Uh, Today I'm putting on a L'Oreal Pure Clay Mask. This one is the green one. There's different colours and they all do different things. The screen one has eucalyptus and obviously all the t- kind of typical clays in it as well. But this one is for purifying and mattifying. Oh, nice. Um, what about you? What are you up to today? I've got just my hyaluronic acid on today. I don't have the mask on. I just went to my deep freeze and did that thing where I just like, put oh. frozen hyaluronic acid all over my face. So I was feeling quite flustered. And I just like want to cool down a bit, so I'd say that depuffs as well, which yeah. is a nice effect. Yeah, it is. I do it quite a lot actually. Tres, did you know that Ireland had a cult? Um No, I don't think I did. Not one that I'm like it could have some small little shitty thing, but I'd be very surprised if there was a big Actually in my research, because I was wondering if Ireland did have any cults. There was two little cults in Ireland. Okay. So I'm going to talk about one of them. Okay. And it's called the Atlantis Primal Therapy Commune. Oh my God. Say it again. Atlantis Primal Therapy Commune. That's a lot to digest. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to take in there. Uh Uh-huh. In 1974, the Atlantis Primal Therapy Commune was established in Burton Port, County Donegal. Oh, by Englishwoman Jenny James. That's kind of a cool name. Although it sounds familiar. Doesn't it sound like Jenny Jones? Who is Jenny Jones from? Wasn't she a talk show host? Yes. The Jenny Jones show wasn't that on Netflix? Was that Jenny Jones? Was she the one who your man killed the gay guy because he fancied him? I think so. Uh huh. I think that. I think she was called Jenny Jones. Well, this woman is called Jenny James. Okay. The name coming from, of course, Atlantis. Ah, uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with Ireland. And the fact that the house was on the Atlantic coast. I get it, but like, yeah, it's a bit. It's yeah. a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Okay. They lived in this big house. It really stood out compared to all the other houses in Burtonport. It was like a coastal town, relatively close to like the cliffs and stuff like that and mm-hmm. the seaside. It was like all like white houses. Mm-hmm. But theirs was like a big like bright blue colour 
and it was like brightly decorated with eyes around the windows. Stop. Symbols on the outside and on the inside of fish, human figures all over the walls with like goddesses and animals and plants and stuff like that. So they're really playing up this Atlantis <laughs> thing then. And they had about 30 people living in the house at one time. Okay, that's a lot. Jenny James, who was in her early 30s, had previously been living at another primal commune in London. This term, primal commune, mm-hmm. is new to me. Yeah, I think I get it, but like, yeah, I've never heard that before. What do you think it means? Well, primal is back to basics, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Primitive way of life. Yeah. Not overcomplicating things with our sort of materialistic lifestyles, like yada yada. That's, that's my interpretation anyway. Yeah. The Primal Commune was born out of the popular 1970s book at the time, The Primal Scream. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> And it was about primal screen therapy. Oh no, I've definitely seen this in things. Yeah, it was very popular. I hate that. Primal screen therapy in a nutshell is the idea that you scream and shout like a child as a way to address childhood trauma. (laughs) But you're not a child anymore. It's so stupid. Uh, When the book was released, psychologists doubted its claims. But the author, he claimed a 100% success rate. Okay, see, that's the red flag right there. Nothing is 100% success. No, never, if anything says that, never believe it. Maybe if you've had one client, like. (laughs) But I remember when I was in uni, I was watching this documentary talking about psychologists who publish books Mm-hmm. instead of papers instead of peer-reviewed like yeah, articles definite red flag the psychologists were saying that when other psychologists do this it's because they weren't able to get the numbers to show that their therapy work and yeah the, but they've done yeah. a bit of work and they don't want to give up on it and they want to cash in on it so they make a book that people can yeah. buy so the books are always like theory based and tend to be like anecdotal evidence yes. instead of number based yes you know like well, measuring things yeah but i say your average joe doesn't think about that process which mm-hmm. is really sad because they're kind of mm-hmm. duping people like i'm a doctor or whatever like you know the public are intrigued they want to know about the brain about the mind about therapy yeah yeah it's like cash cow but we now know that cathartic practices don't really alleviate ailments Mm-hmm. So apparently a few of these communes popped up like around the world at about this time on this like primal idea. So the Atlantis commune, it had the normal communal living experiences. You know, they shared responsibilities. They were trying to be self-sufficient. Like they were growing their own fruit and veg. They were raising goats and chickens to eat and to sell produce. They were also selling secondhand clothes to the local community, Mm -hmm. like normal commune, community living type stuff, which I don't Mm -hmm. think is necessarily bad, but I think it always seems to like attract weirdos well i mean it's not the typical way to be living your adulthood like a lot of these people they're in their what they're in their mid-20s or you know well yeah maybe they're in their like late 20s 30s yeah i mean by that point are you not looking for a partner are you not looking for your own space why do you want to share a house with a bunch you know it's a bit regressive to me it's a bit 
university uh, dorm room to me. You yes, know, it's it's, it's, it's avoiding. Mm-hmm. It's Peter Pan. It's it's I don't yeah. want to grow up. That to me is what it is. I just want to. Yeah. And it is kind of a party, really. You're in a big house, you know, with people. I don't know. Yeah. But the screen therapy and primal therapy idea was implemented into this Atlantis commune. They felt that this was something to live by. Okay. But they would also have therapy sessions in the house with this woman jenny jones who does not appear to have any qualifications in therapy or any training at Mm -hmm. all of course not so the group were soon to receive a very irish nickname the screamers oh i kind of love that (laughs) for their practice apparently they would just scream for half an hour like just scream and wail and just go ballistic like uh not even when you're watching a horror movie when Uh you're angry like a visceral Uh scream for half an hour at a time their poor vocal cords (laughs) like how could you do that for half an hour i've seen videos of of these type of sessions Mm -hmm. they're horrible yeah because it's not just one person screaming it's all of them together and they're all close together yeah it's it's, my worst nightmare it's very disturbing i wonder how they felt about the name they probably didn't like it jenny james wrote a book called they call us the screamers oh okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you see, the thing is, mm-hmm. I just love this because the public calling them the screamers, that name caught on, mm-hmm. you know, whereas the At- Atlantis therapy something house, like, do you know, yeah. like they are supposed to be the free spirited, creative people living on alternative lifestyle yeah. and they can't even come up with a good name yeah. for themselves. It was the locals who came up with that. Those, the locals. Those and then that would go down in history. Yeah. You know? like, I, I just find that hilarious. <laughs> so in 1978, The Family, a documentary, was made about the group. But the BBC believed that it was too disturbing. Oh. And so The Family documentary wasn't broadcasted until the 90s oh i'd love to watch that there's clips of it on youtube i yeah because i looked up the house mm-hmm. and i'm just seeing how it's been like refurbished recently mm-hmm. and i'm like no i want to see the old pictures and then one of the pictures is a video so i'm like afraid to click on it but but yeah the eyes of the house are the creepiest thing. Oh, it's so creepy. That's a good image. It's so creepy. Look at them. They're a bunch of weirdos. There's a lot of children. Oh my God, yeah. Really young. Look at that little boy in the front. Also, look at Jenny Jones. She looks like she's wearing a costume. <laughs> I watched. Oh. There's only, I think there's only two clips on YouTube. Two or three okay. clips on YouTube that I find easily. Ugh, I want to watch the whole thing. <laughs> in the YouTube clip that I watched, there are three okay. women sitting cross-legged on the floor, knitting and sewing. Great. Very progressive. Jenny James is talking to the camera, and she's saying basically that they believe that politeness in society isn't natural. We've used it as like a commodity. They believe that we should say what we think to each other all the time, with no concern about other people's feelings. Oh my God. And it is up to them to decide how to handle their own feelings. What a bitch. Yeah. What kind of way 
is that this is almost the opposite of the typical hippie, which is peace and love and yes. don't step on bugs and don't, you know. You're right. Harm. I mean, like, usually these hippie communal uh-huh. things are about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. But this is so selfish. I'm just going to say what I think. Yeah. Just tearing people down. Uh-huh. It, and in the YouTube clip, it like shows a few minutes later, one of the girls starts screaming at the other girl, like screaming her head off. <sighs> I hate you. I hate that you are prettier than me. I hate that you are funnier than me. I hate that people like you more than me. I dream about pushing you down the stairs and watching you die. You cannot live in my energy. And she is screaming. The other girl, she tries to scream back at the screamer Uh who is out of Uh control. But she like breaks down and like curls up in a ball and starts sobbing into her knees. Wow. And like Jenny James is just sat there knitting, watching the whole thing. Wow. And this is all on camera. It's all on camera. Part of me wondered, was this where Ricky Gervais got the idea, you know, from these sort of primal screen era that was going on you know his movie the invention of lying oh yeah that's a good movie where people are in a restaurant they're like i don't think you're dressed very well and i don't like you very much (laughs) they just tell them everything i thought that that was a great concept but i feel like it might have come from this era because it's this idea of you just say what you think that's not how society functions like and also what you think in the moment mm-hmm. isn't concrete it's mm-hmm. not everlasting it's mm-hmm. it's transient it's true it changes, it's dependent yeah. on mood mm-hmm. and hormones mm-hmm. and uh, blood sugar and like, yeah there's so many things at play to think that how you feel and what you say in the moment and it being so important is just so utterly selfish and nonsensical. Like, we are all changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's very selfish. It's very self-righteous because we all have opinions about each other and thoughts and we roll our eyes at each other, at our friends and at our family. But I mean, like, if you love and respect somebody, that love and respect should outweigh the way that you speak to them. Mm-hmm. It should override. Yeah, it, essentially those things that you roll your eyes by or pisses you off, they don't really matter as much as the love that exactly. you feel for them. Exactly. And also I just don't see how that girl screaming at that other girl that she lives yes. with. How is that helpful? That girl can't scar herself in the face and say oh Mm -hmm. look I'm not pretty anymore Mm -hmm. there you got what you want you know what is she Mm -hmm. supposed to do with the information yeah she just feels like she's hated now yeah it's not her fault yeah what are you meant to do with that it's just there is a recent radio one interview with the locals from the town one ex-member was talking about how he witnessed a man screaming at a 15 year old girl (gasps) saying all the things that he was angry about like you're selfish you're lazy you're entitled you're this you're this and jenny james sat and watched and allowed this encouraged it and it was her daughter (gasps) yes bizarro right bizarro another interview on radio 4 was a girl and she was talking about how her parents joined the commune and they were only able to stay for a few months because they couldn't handle it 
Um, she was only two months old at the time. Oh, did they bring her there? Uh, she was there, yeah. Bring a child, an uh-huh. infant, into a house full of weirdo, mm-hmm. unstable hippies. Mm-hmm. Screaming. They left eventually, but she has spoken to her parents separately on separate occasions. And they say that it was those few months that they stayed in the commune that tore them apart and broke up their marriage. Mm-hmm. The couple went through therapy sessions with Jenny James. And Jenny James believed that in the therapy sessions, the couples should tear each other apart and insult each other and bring to the surface every little like grievance that they have with each other, every pet peeve and scream and fight with each other and essentially break up the family. And this girl who is talking, her mother was so upset. Her mother couldn't handle it. She's just had a baby two months ago. Yeah. With her hormones and everything, it drove her insane. And she left in the middle of the night, (gasps) even though she was breastfeeding, and she just ran away to escape. Oh, God. And the father eventually left as well. But they both credit this insane commune for just ruining their lives oh no i bet they regret that so much because on the outside they present themselves as like a like a community they present themselves as a community oh i know it's no place for a typical Mm -hmm. nuclear style family though of like husband wife and a child like that is just no place that is just not gonna yeah you're right fit and you know because you can't have other people telling you how to run your family that's not how Mm -hmm. it works it's Mm -hmm. just so weird So the locals in the town were very weary of the commune and they felt that these therapy sessions were escalating and starting to become physically violent. Oh, this always happens. The locals wanted these freaks gone. Soon there were bomb threats and the locals demanded that they leave. Irish loves their bombs. Oh, we love those bomb threats. Love them. (laughs) The screamers, they knew the locals didn't like them, but they didn't care. Of course not. Yeah, it was a quiet coastal town. Then all these loud screaming weirdos move in. It just... Wrecking it. So in 1980, they moved to a little island called Inish Free, just off the coast of Donegal. I have heard of that. Inish Free. That's a makeup brand or a skincare brand over here. Oh, (laughs) that's why I've heard of it. They were there, it seems like they were there for quite a few years and just sort of kept to themselves on this little island. And then disbanded a little bit, did some traveling. But nine years later, Jenny James relocated the group to Columbia. It's a big relocation. Yep, that's a big change from Donegal, Ireland. Completely different. Where they sort of focused and leaned in more to the organic farming and self-sufficiency. Why not just champion that? Why you gotta be mean? So they now, they live without technology and they spout about how great physical labour is for like the soul and for your for your mind and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I can get on board with yeah. some of that. But yeah, yeah. They always, like there's always parts that could, I can see how they, it would lure people in and they mm-hmm. just always wreck it, you know, with the abuse. The Atlantis commune is still around. What? Yes. I'm very surprised at that. While in Colombia, they gained new members and it actually grew to about 60 people are living in the commune. Hmm. When interviewed in relation to child rearing, Jenny James said, They practice and they believe in therapy 
sexual freedom for children, no school. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry, pause. What the actual hell? Yeah, I should have put that, that at the loaded. end. And political what? involvement all flow organically from our basic premise. So she was asked to elaborate on this idea of sexual freedom for children. Yes, do, please. She said, we don't set an age at which a child is a sexual creature. I knew that was coming. If they want to sleep with each other at nine or ten, that's fine. Stop. Yeah. Stop. I know. Stop. Put this woman in jail. Put this yeah. woman in jail. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Handcuffs. Yeah. Where are the handcuffs? It's really fucked up. Can you imagine being the interviewer? Your jaw would be on the floor. You'd want to bring her in. Mm -hmm. This is abuse to these poor children. Did she say anything more? There doesn't seem to be any allegations of abuse. But, like, they live in the middle of the jungle. How are you meant to know if there is, like, a 30-year-old man sleeping with a 10-year-old? Exactly. I know I don't think it's right to bring children up to think that it's okay Mm -hmm to get sexual it's not it's It's just because i also i was thinking about this and i was just like if they want to sleep with each other at nine or ten at nine or ten you don't even know what sex is it hasn't occurred to you if you're saying that your children are sleeping with other children They've seen sex. They've seen it. There's something has had to introduce them yes. to that idea. They've been brought up in a different way. Yes. That, that like they, they, they are influencing this. This is not just, oh, they can do what they want. No, 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 no. Yeah, they don't have TVs or the internet. So they're seeing people have sex. Definitely. Or they're being told about it or told, if you want to do this, it's okay. You know, there there are other factors influencing here. I mean, they haven't even gone through puberty at that age. Yeah. And puberty still doesn't mean you're ready. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope that there's no abuse. But that kind of attitude sort of leads me to think that there might be. But to me, that is almost abuse, though, because it's a neglect. It's bringing Mm -hmm. children up in a way that's going to be detrimental to their proper development. They could turn out a whole different way if they don't begin having sex at a young age like that. There's going to be unwanted pregnancies. There's going to be a lot of emotional issues. Like the, yeah. that is, To me, it is already abuse, just allowing children free reign to ju- because they need structure. Yeah. That's our responsibility to children. I Oh, God. That makes me so angry. Like, it is. It's very infuriating. Like, they don't believe that... Like, that's that child's choice if they want to sleep with each Ugh. other and get pregnant at 14 years old. That's yeah. their choice. They don't... I don't... Like, it's like... It's a, it's a completely warped way of thinking. It's so warped yeah. because they're not... They're not old, old enough, enough to make those decisions that are going to affect the rest of their yeah. lives. They don't think about consequences. But this whole community doesn't think about consequences, so it totally fits in with their ethos. Well, like, yeah, they're like, oh, well, it's primal. Yeah. Just because it's like you think it's natural doesn't mean it's the best way for it to be. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of a jungle. They're not even in like a house in a town in Colombia. And I don't think people are checking up on them. Is it still in Colombia to this day? Yes. In 2000, Jenny James's grandson, Tristan, who is 18, and his friend, Javier, 19, were traveling in Colombia. They were going to see Tristan's little brother when they were abducted by rebels in a village. Oh, gosh. They were then murdered, (gasps) burned 
and their corpses were found on the beach. Oh, that's brutal. Apparently, the, the rebel forces at one time, they asked the commune to move because they wanted to grow opium where their commune was. So okay. Atlantis was just like, okay, we'll move. And they were fine then for another few years. And then apparently the rebels again were like, oh no, like we want you to move again. And there was some bad blood was starting okay. when they abducted and killed Tristan and Javier. Uh... On television, the screamers were asked in an interview, so will you all be leaving Colombia now? And Jenny James answered, no, our children's blood on this land ties us to this country more than ever before. Hmm. And that's it. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So I find their website. It hasn't been updated, I think, since like 2005. But they seem to be still kicking. Can you link it there? Oh, I should put it in the Instagram link. So scared to click on this. Oh, <laughs> oh they have guinea pigs. I'm joining. We're joining. <laughs> and do you see what it says under it? Living together peacefully are most important farm workers, the rabbits and guinea pigs, who produce tons of compost. I agree. They are the most important. <laughs> that is so cute. But anyway, yeah, that's I'll it. See you on the next one, guys. Slanawalia. Bye-bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.